Welcome to another episode of Daycare Unscripted, the podcast about educators, the bosses, the parents, the expecting parents, and what happens in between. This podcast tackles topics about daycare and child rearing in an accepting and open style. It is designed to have conversations that will enable guests to express their own opinions and perspectives with the goal of understanding and learning from one another. So without further ado, let us welcome our guest for today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Daycare Unscripted. And for tonight's episode, we are talking and discussing the importance of having dates with your children. And by dates, I mean spending one-on-one, undistracted quality time with them. Why is it important and how can you manage your time as a parent to ensure that you're spending time with them on a regular basis? We are joined by Miss Melanie Flores and Miss Kathy Perlini. Hi, guys. Good evening. Hi. How's it going? I hope your night is not too, too crazy stressful it's okay you might hear good. My <laughs> all right so before anything else please introduce yourselves to our listeners and give us a little bit of your story as a parent let's start with kathy right uh so i'm kathy i am a mummy of one and i work at the daycare with robin um my daughter is two and a little bit so that's my story for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Melanie, and I'm lucky to um, have my children attend the daycare that both Kathy and Robin work at. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old who's soon to be in kindergarten and unfortunately leaving the daycare. <laughs> that is sad yeah. and exciting all at it the is. same time. It's big transition is coming up. So, <laughs> Yeah. So let's get right to it. My first question is, in your own opinion, why do you think that it's important that you're spending quality time with your children? I mean, first things first, the obvious, it's not really easy to have one-on-one time every day with your kids. As much as we think that we're spending one-on-one time with them, it's mixed in with like the dinner and the getting the bath time and the pajamas and it's more routine and it's not that like, I don't, I ask the questions that I want to ask every day, like how was your day and who did you play with? But you kind of get a more deeper conversation sometimes, not all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're one-on-one with them, just undivided alone attention for like an hour, half an hour, whatever it may be, you know? Um, And for me personally, it's, it's not something that I do like, a lot, I will say, ever since I had my second one, it's more, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I can and if it comes up and spontaneous and if it works out, really, like, no, no, no stress. <laughs> <laughs> and when it happens, it happens and you got to jump on the opportunity. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, one of the things that was a huge shift because of COVID and everything. I was home for 18 months with my daughter and it was, you know, just us two, 24 hours a day, most days for like 18 months. It wasn't a normal mat leave. We didn't have mommy and me. We didn't have swimming lessons, all these things. So 
to go from that to all of a sudden being back at work and a daycare, like for me, it was really important to keep a consistency with her because she was so used to being with me. Um, so one of the things I did was when I went back to work, I said, I can only work four days. I just, that was really big for me. And I think I only brought her two days that I was off because I just wanted to keep her home on those days. And the days that I did bring her into the daycare, I noticed like by Friday, by day five, it was just meltdown city Mm -hmm. by the time we got home, you know? So for me, it was nice to have that one-on-one time with her on my day off. And then for her, I find it made a huge difference because it just gave her a day at home to like do nothing. You know, there's no routine. There's no schedule. There's no running around here. It's you can watch TV for two hours. It doesn't matter. You know, (laughs) just give her that little break too. And like Melanie said, it doesn't have to be big things. It's just, Mm -hmm. if we're sitting down together and you're coloring, that's, that's a date, you know, things don't have to be huge activities. I think people think you have to do activities, but it's, Mm -hmm. they don't want that. They want you to read a book with them, you know? No, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's that mentality out there usually with parents is that it has to be a grand gesture. It has to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to take them out for lunch or something Mm -hmm. or spend half of the day when in reality, it's those like Melanie had mentioned before, it's an hour of your time without your devices. We just really getting like, you know, getting that um, that play with them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that 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 way they realize that, oh, I can spend, this is a lot of time I'm spending with mommy also after daycare. Because as an educator, we see, and I'm sure Kathy would also kind of uh, um, back me up on this. We see a lot of kids that are in the daycare from seven to until, I don't know, five. And it's all day, every day, five times a week. And oftentimes it is the same children and that's why we see it so evidently and as much as I I empathize with a lot of parents I'm not a parent yet so I'm really not in the place to speak and be like oh you know like why is it like that I I understand also where they're coming from but at the same time I feel that daycare um, life becomes easier when you do get that one-on-one time in between Mm -hmm. when you kind of sort of break the routine what do you guys think about that yeah, I mean, one of the things that I I always remember, somebody told me, and it stuck with me, resonated with me, was, you know, think about how you feel as an adult, and then think about how they feel. Like, if I'm having a bad day, or I had a long day at work, and I'm expected to come home and do all this stuff, like, they're little bodies, right? They're little minds, and yeah. they have long days you know, we expect a lot from them. So sometimes just, I don't know, going in half an hour later to the daycare, if you can, or getting picked up like an extra 15 minutes early, or whatever it is, you know, it makes it makes a bit of a, a break in the routine, I guess. Um, and it does help a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It does help. I mean, I can't say that it's easy breezy all the time because it can come with like meltdowns as well. Because as you know, changes in <laughs> routines are hard for kids too sometimes. Yes. Yes. But I find the the positives outweigh like the negatives in that sense sometimes, you know. But mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm really lucky because I chose to go back to work part time as well with after having my second. Okay. Um, 
and not to say that the days that I'm working are not super challenging and, and long, but the days that I'm off, I have like one day that I usually take for myself to get all the house stuff done or whatever needs to be done. And then the other days, you know, we get to the daycare and we get to the daycare. <laughs> and I usually pick them up a little yeah. bit earlier. And like Coco has been asking me to go to the park after school and go to the park after school. And I felt really bad. I'm like, yeah, I have to start saying yes. Because we live in Canada where it's winter, like how many months out of the year? And it's starting to get nice now. So I have really no excuse. <laughs> like, So mm-hmm. I've got to go to the park. <laughs> so just small things like that, I think, are, you know, and kind of changing your mentality. You're like, okay, yes, I, we can do it. It's okay if dinner is going to get pushed back like half an hour. But also expect mm-hmm. kind of the meltdown to go with it if the kid's hungry or whatever it may be, you know, but. Again, like I said, like the, yeah. the positives outweigh the benefits, of my, the the negatives. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree, and I kind of have that same mentality of, like, for my daughter anyway. Like, if she gets overtired, forget it. The night is awful, but it's like, well, I'd rather deal with a bad night, knowing that I gave you like a good day, or that's it. That extra time at the park at the end of the daycare and. Whatever, you know, we're at my parents' house on a Sunday. You get to spend time with grandma and grandpa with me. Yeah, you're going to go to bed a bit later. You're probably going to wake up a hundred times a night, but Mm -hmm. that's more sucky for me that I have to deal with that the next day than for her. I know a lot of parents are going to be listening and then they're going to be thinking, oh, you guys, you guys are painting such a perfect picture <laughs> mm-hmm. because you guys had obviously had trade-offs that is very, do like, it's not viable mm-hmm. for everybody to do, like coming back to work part-time. Although I know mm-hmm. a lot of educators do it in the daycare mm-hmm. only because it's actually a very stressful environment. And I'm mm-hmm. sure as a teacher too, um, Melanie. So they're going to be thinking that it's really tough to find one-on-one time. And then... They're thinking, because during, you know, in the weekdays, we come from work and we're exhausted. And then on the weekends, we're running errands. So how can we make the children part of those experiences, the errands that we run? If you want to, if you want to just give some tips for those parents or examples that they can um, allow the children to be part of those experiences, because that can also Mm -hmm. be a bonding time. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, just you running the errands by mm-hmm. yourself. Go ahead, Kathy. Oh, I was going to say, like, I, for me, there's like two options. So because Izzy gets to see me at the daycare, sometimes on Saturday, I'll take a few hours and go and do things by myself. And she gets one-on-one time with my mm-hmm. husband, which is nice because she doesn't get as much of that as she does with me. Or we'll just go as a family and do our errands. But you have to just have in your mind that it's going to take twice as long because... <laughs> they're going to want to do stuff, you know, like if we bring her to Costco, the first thing when she walks inside, I want to walk around. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) do you walk around? Like, I'm not going to bring a two-year-old on my errand and not expect her to act like a two-year-old. So you want to walk the aisles at Costco? It might take two hours, but that's what we're doing today, I guess. I I don't think I've, uh, I still like steer clear from the grocery store with both kids. I'll do one, but I won't do both yet. Yeah. I know that's just like a fear of mine, I guess. But when it's with one, it's just before I go in, whatever I need to do, I just hardcore lay the ground rules. I'm like, 
I'm going in mm. for, mm. you know, we're going to get this, this and this, and you can help me pick out whatever. And I always say like, if I, if I, if I can buy him something and if I want to get him something, I will. But if it's a no and I know I, look, he doesn't need any more chocolate or whatever, you know, like I tell him before, like, yeah. the, just don't ask because you're not going to get it. And I always <laughs> say, and it sounds horrible. I always say you can scream, you can cry, you can yell, whatever. And like I'm, I'm that doesn't faze me. <laughs> like, and yeah. it usually, usually, like honestly, like if I go just one on one with the kids, they're they're pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It does take twice as long, like Kathy says, mm-hmm. but it, it mm-hmm. does it does pan out. It works out. I um, where else have we taken them? That's like. But they actually enjoy it. And I think, like, my husband does the market every weekend. And Lawrence loves it. Like, he goes with him. He has a full, like, they have their little routine. I don't even know what they do, to be honest. But they have their own routine together. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cute. But, you know, it's nice for them to do that stuff. And sometimes I tag along. Sometimes I don't. But I don't know. I, I think it's just sometimes... Yeah, and I think I, they learn so much from those. They do. They really mm. do. But the other thing, too, that, like, I can't stress enough is just keeping it simple. Like, I, I always remember, I don't know why, mm. like, one day, Coco wasn't even in the picture. She was, like, I think Lawrence was maybe in, like, a, I want to say, like, a jungle. And I went to go pick him up one day, and we went to go have ice cream. And then I asked him, like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I just want to go home and play with you you know like oh okay and it was literally like one hour the whole activity must have been an hour at most and I just remember him saying like like that was so fun mommy and I was like really like Mm -hmm. we've done so many fun things together like this was like super fun for me (laughs) okay it's the simple it's the simple simple things it's the things that like I like for example this weekend we're so lucky we got to take a little girl's trip me Coco together with my niece and and my sister-in-law and out of the whole trip I was like what was the best thing she's like we got to eat cereal in front of the tv I'm like oh (laughs) that's it it's like (laughs) things you don't do at home right you know okay so it's like it's it should it should like it's not that it's eye-opening it should it's just like a stark reminder of like keep it simple like really (laughs) keep it simple especially I find like when you see like on Instagram, yeah. everybody's got these perfect houses and yeah. perfect families and perfect activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. no, your kids just want to eat cereal in front of the yeah. TV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My kid just wants to read the exact same book 20 times, times a night. <laughs> yes. And like, I want to pull my hair out because I'm like, I, d- I don't want to read it anymore. Yeah. But she's like, please, yeah. please. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. This is making your whole day. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we could have spent a hundred bucks going to do a fancy activity but yeah no that's all you want that's fine yeah it's nice to hear it's nice to hear all these like all these things because I'm sure like a lot of parents are overthinking it because I think yeah that's it a lot of parents who let's say they have no choice they have to bring their kids from eight to five Mm -hmm. every day they're exhausted they have to go home they have to make supper you think they really want to plan a huge thing at the end of the day of course not like no so I don't have kids and I don't want to plan anything no. after work. No. And, like, no. I just want to lay down face first on yeah. the bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how you guys both simultaneously say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what we want to do. Just just put on a show, cuddle up on the couch. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I think that's, and like, as sorry to interrupt, but as an educator too, like, I, and you know, circle time in the morning, I don't hear about like the grandiose things. I hear about like how, you know, they planted seeds in the garden on the weekend. And that was like the, it's almost like the, mm-hmm. the fun little activities, which might not even be an activity. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're just mowing the lawn and the kid gets to play in the dirt. I don't know. And that's like super fun for them. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's always uh, what breakfast they, they ate that day. <laughs> and just so, Every like parents know we also ask about how their weekends or like especially weekends Monday morning snack time is always sharing circle time is what we call it and we always ask about what happened during the weekdays and usually what they remember is I I ate Fruit Loops yeah. and with you know with with milk but you know like they often share also their their activities with mommies and daddies and i find most of the time there are not most of the time like sometimes there are children that would try to say something similar (laughs) as to what other children are saying just so to get into that conversation and you can feel that it's like yes this this child is trying to belong because you can tell that there's not that there's nothing but there's very limited time spent with mommy or and daddy mm-hmm. during the weekends because it's all covered up with um, other things that needs to be done kind of thing. Which um, I want to know, like, do you guys think that because you're spending quality time and one-on-one time with, with your children, you're trying to make the best, like you're, you're really putting an effort in doing it, that this translates long-term in terms of your relationship with them? like as they become teenagers that far or do you think that it's too early to tell i think it's the goal you know like build like a trusting loving relationship that builds as they get older and like i'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's easy like there are often times where i'm at home and i'm so tired because i haven't slept the night before and she's being really whiny but it's still like just in the back of my mind like remember that she's two they're not doing this on purpose they're not she's not being whiny to be you know getting on my nerves or whatever like I don't want to paint a picture that like I'm happy 24 7 and that it's always easy but I just think that like like you were saying the long-term goal yeah is what drives me to make that consistent effort yeah because I have this mentality or like I have this idea that if you make it a habit to talk to your child at a very early age and have spent one-on-one time with them, and if that becomes a habit in a family dynamic, then it gets easier to talk about sensitive mm-hmm. topics mm-hmm. later on because you're so open, right? Like that's just where my my idea goes to or like my, my, my brain thought. Mm-hmm. You want to add something uh, to, to that, Melanie? I just, I think for me, it's, I mean, as a mom, and it's obviously like you have a connection to your kids and stuff, but as an educator too, like, you know, just 101, like, make a connection with the kid, like, put aside, like, the, the academics and all that. And once the kid, you know, trusts you and gets to know you and understands that they're in a safe place, then they'll open up to you, you know, and that's kind of my what I'm hoping for as well with my kids like if something's happening that they can come and speak to me about it and, yeah. and tell me about it and 
you know, I, I hope that's the case. And you're right in like long term because we're, I, I just find sometimes like we just don't have enough time to talk. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. so simple, but I just, you know, sometimes we're, everybody's just so overscheduled. And my husband and I, like before we had kids and we talked about it and we said like, we're just, we're not, in, we're not into over scheduling mm-hmm. our children because it's just not our, our thing. Like Lawrence and Coco, they both have like one activity each. And actually, Coco has none. <laughs> it's Lawrence who has. And like, that's enough for mm-hmm. us. Because just one, you got to get them there. You got to do it. And it's like, sometimes one is like a lot, you know? So, I don't know. Just having those moments that just sit down and chit chat and talk is, is important for us as a family, I guess. And not to say that we sit down and have like these grandiose <laughs> discussions yeah, every day. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, but you know, on the weekend, it's, it's easier that you have, you know, for now he has a little bit of a break, so he has nothing going on. So we, we do spend all day together, mm-hmm. you know? It's hard. It's not easy. I mean, there's no more naps. Oh, man. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he ever really naps, but <laughs> it's just, it's constant. But, you know, it, you get those moments where you're like, okay, all right. I, this is what we're doing it for, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that because I didn't, I was not born in Canada. I didn't have my childhood in Canada, mm-hmm. so that activity, you know, like it's something new to me, like soccer, hockey, ballet, music, mm-hmm. la 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 la. And I was remember having this conversation with my mom, and I was asking her, "What did I do when I was younger?" Because <laughs> I didn't have any of these activities back in the Philippines. Not that mm-hmm. it's not available, but it's just. It's not a norm culturally, I think, for mm-hmm. us to have every single minute planned out. That yeah. every single weekend we have to go like 7 a.m. into hockey practice. And then after, in the afternoon, it's a soccer practice. So to mm-hmm. me, I did not grow up that way. So it was very new to me. And every time I have, I ask, I have this conversation with my mom. It's funny because she goes, she tells me, well, I don't understand because the parents here, I feel like they make their lives so difficult because they're the ones that pay for it too. That's true. (laughs) And it's not cheap. (laughs) No, it's not. That's for sure. And it's like, if you didn't enroll them into five different ones, you would have the time, Mm -hmm. you know, to sit down as a family and have that talk and um, spend quality time with them. Yeah. And I think like we're so lucky, like we that we have all these opportunities. Like, you know, we have kids. You're like, oh my goodness, like you can give them all these amazing opportunities to go to the this and go to this and go to this. But you know, it's we also we're lucky. I don't know about you guys, but my family's here. You know, like how mm-hmm. wonderful is it that my kids get to spend time with my family mm-hmm. and my in laws and and my grandparents and not my grandparents, my their grandparents, but you know, like, and all of that requires time, which yeah. is, we're lacking sometimes. <laughs> so, and to me, that's really important. I want my kids to know their family and, and have, like, that extended family, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think it's so wonderful. Like, I, I didn't grow up with that because my whole family is not here. But when I grew up, when I grew up, when I grew up, when I was younger, <laughs> it was just myself and my little family of four, right? But now my kids have like such a wonderful extended family. I'm like, oh, this is this is good. This is what I want. <laughs> so, 
that's yeah. And but, I find that dynamic is what's missing in the generation now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Um, I'm kind of getting off tangent, but I find that 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 family dynamic, extended family, spending mm-hmm. time with them, knowing that there's aunts and uncles and cousins and second cousins, mm-hmm. in family gatherings, it's a dynamic that's kind of like missing i find because i have my brother's a teenager mm-hmm. and it's like he's we're very family oriented too but sometimes it they have other things that they're gonna do now you know other things that they need to do aside from spending time with family and i think it's also very important to do that yep mm-hmm. all right there's a reason i live on the block with my entire family yeah <laughs> <laughs> my whole family on this block <laughs> Isn't it the best? It's amazing. Like my parents live three houses away, you know, like it's going to be so great when she's like Lawrence's age. Like I'm going to run to grandma's house. Go for it. Three houses away. No problem. Go down. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Sorry. Did you want to say something? No, no. I was just going to say that's really amazing that you're so close together. (laughs) Um, But before the end of every episode, I like asking my guests the same questions. So I'm going to ask this individually. If there's any message or any learning, if there's only one that you could choose from the conversation we had today that you want our listeners to take away, what would it be? Kathy, you want to start? Uh, sure. Just keep it real simple. Don't overthink it. Little little things make a big impact that we don't even realize. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> I guess mine would be um, that for sure, a hundred percent. And like, don't be afraid to ask for help um, to kind of achieve oh, what yeah. you want to do. You know, like I know that sounds very like that didn't come out right, but what I'm saying, like, we're lucky, Kathy and I, because we have family close to us. But don't be afraid to like ask a girlfriend that you trust and say, like, can you watch? so-and-so for half an hour while I go take a walk with whoever it may be, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's community that helps, you know, raise your child and stuff. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you if you need it, right? You need, like, mm-hmm. time for you and your kid or whatever it may be. Because that's how it happens. That's how those little moments happen. And, like, the whole theme of it all, I guess, is keeping it simple, right? So... You're not asking for an afternoon of babysitting. It can be 20 minutes. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And there you have it, guys. I hope that we are able to enlighten you today that spending quality time with your children really does not take so much. A simple conversation with them over cereals in the morning or a surprise I'm picking you up early from daycare to take a walk or have ice cream and do one-on-one time and have conversations with them is more than enough. Well, this is your host, Robin, and I hope that you guys join me again next week for another exciting episode here on Daycare Unscripted. Daycare Unscripted.